to Stars, Stones, and Stories. I am your host, Rama, and together we are weaving ancient future wisdom as we birth the new earth. If you're into astrology, cosmology, living mythology, earth-based spirituality, and ancestral healing, you are home. If you've stumbled upon this podcast and are new to these topics, this is Sovereign Sanctuary to expand and deepen your wisdom. As a cosmic priestess, I witness many at the threshold of great transformation. I specialize in astrological divination, sacred site activations, and priestess arts for the Aquarian Age. You may learn more about my work and budding mystery school at earthseedtemplearts.com or follow Earthseed Temple Arts on Instagram. This community is your opportunity to claim your story, your unique identity and power, knowing that you are the hero of your own journey. You are a hologram for the collective and you matter. The world needs your gifts and creativity now more than ever. Crystallize your medicine. Oh, great ancient ones, great ancestors, we call to you. May you hear the voices of your descendants traversing through time and space. We humbly ask for your support, your wise medicine ways, and your genius solutions in these times. Dear ancestors, we wish to partner with you, for we know we cannot do this alone. As we traverse the mystery, we ask that you, our starry ancestors, are with us each breath of the way. May we have clarity of mind and crystalline vision to see through the dark. May we walk our paths of high holy truth, as that is what is needed now more than ever. And so it is. Welcome, welcome, welcome. The divine intelligence of the multiverse is here and available for you to tap into. Divine timing is here now. This episode is number 90 of Star Stones and Stories and simultaneously celebrates the third year of these ancient future myth and astrological transmissions. I give gratitude to you For this is a collaborative effort, and these transmissions are channeled through me as a gift to you. A reflection of the divine intelligence of the multiverse and how it speaks through each one of us as we walk our own unique incarnations. Some of you have been here for the complete ride for these past few years, And I bow to you just with so much appreciation that you continue to circle back around. For those of you who are new to this podcast, I welcome you within the circle. As of now, there are 
19.7 thousand unique listeners, and there have been over 36,500 downloads stretching across Mother Earth from 96 countries and all continents. The highest listener base of Star Stones and Stories is in the United States. The second represented country is India, then the United Kingdom, Canada, Ireland, Australia, France, and Germany. So I wish to extend a special thank you to each one of you who live in those countries, especially for those of you who are abroad from the United States, as my soul really loves how international the circle is. And also, I find this to be one of the greatest beauties of technology in these times is that more and more of us are touching each other's lives from different countries. And we're really connecting as one human family, which ultimately I believe that's so important for us in these times to feel that connection, to feel that community. I've been thinking a lot about what to deliver with this episode because we have an eclipse coming. In fact, I'm recording this. It's 5.55 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time on the morning of the eclipse Venus Day. And you perhaps can hear the bird song as the sun will soon be rising. What I've been really leaning into the last week and a half has been so focused around how in our human experience, we cannot see the full bird's eye perspective, the full vantage point. And in fact, we're not meant to. We get lost in the details, and the details are the stories of our lives, the dramas, the traumas, the challenges we experience, the expansion, the beauty, the gifts. All of it ultimately is a network of various stories of the divine intelligence of the multiverse, of creator, god, goddess, consciousness, speaking to itself. We are God, goddess, speaking to one another. And I wish to share this connection that lives within Jewish mysticism. Every human has the philtrum. It is the groove that sits above our upper lips. And it is quite significant in the Jewish mystical tradition. In fact, I've mentioned it before in various podcast episodes and in Mom Magic, but I haven't gone into it in depth and I wish to share a little more today. It's said to be the result of a tap from Lila, the angel of conception, administered the moment a baby is born. According to the Midrash, which is an ancient commentary on both the written and the oral Torah. The angel Lila is a teacher to souls before their birth. Lila is very much seen as a feminine, and in Jewish mysticism, angels 
are typically considered genderless. However, Lila is noted as feminine and has great mystical powers. It is said that she brings souls full circle, escorting humans from this world to the next. And this makes me think of her as a psychopomp, which was totally new to me until I did a little research. The archetype of the psychopomp is one who helps souls cross over to the realm of the dead. Hecate and Mercury are more kind of well-known psychopomps in our world. However, if we reach back into the Egyptian mysticism, Thoth, Tehuti, Isis, very, very key psychopomps. We could even say on one level, Ma'at plays a psychopomp role as well. And many mystical traditions are ultimately teaching one how to die, how to die consciously. So the realm of the psychopomp is very important because they assist in that ability. When a soul can cross over in a conscious, loving way, they are one step closer to moksha, to liberation. However, if a soul is bound in a bardo and a realm, then it can take what we could perceive as quite some time from our human incarnation. It, it takes a process for that soul to depart from that bardo, so to speak. Legend says that Lila lights a candle, allowing the spirit to see from one end of the earth to the other, and then teaches that spirit the entire Torah, Torah being like the laws, the codes of the multiverse. We could say that these are the codes, the laws given by God, but some of us don't always resonate with the word God, so we could say goddess, divine source consciousness. As a form of protection, as soon as the human infant takes their first breath, so as soon as that newborn babe has been pushed out of their mother or been born by cesarean birth, which has become more common, there is that breath. That breath of life is what demarcates you as being here on earth. And it is said that at this moment, Lila lightly strikes the child's lip and the child forgets everything. We could say on some level, this is related to the idea, the concept of collective unconsciousness. And the un collective unconscious is, I believe, very important because this is why we track astrology and this is why we look at mundane astrology. This unconscious reality is knowledge that is there, quite often forgotten. When we look to the outer planets and astrology, we find generational signatures and keys, solutions to open the field, which is why we're circled here. It is my greatest passion to dive deeper into these realms of astrology, to find the patterns and the codes and to open our consciousness, for us to open our consciousness alongside one another in these times. 
I've been hearing from many of you who have been really going through it in this particular eclipse portal. A number of people are really suffering mentally, emotionally, physically, feeling exhausted, feeling sick, really struggling with lots of grief, feeling like they're at the end of their rope. And I wish to say that I hear you, I witness you, and I know that you've got this. Everything that you are being asked to face that is right before you, you are meant to have an experience with those circumstances for some reason or another. I was thinking about what gets me through some of my greatest challenges and, of course, practice and breath and walking are very important. I shared with the mom magic inner council, I shared a practice of tapping the thymus that I encourage you to work with on this eclipse day and around this eclipse whenever you're listening to this podcast, whenever you find it. The thymus sits in the area of the heart and you're just going to tap on your thymus. A nice gentle tap And as you're tapping, just take some long, deep breaths and make space. Make space for all that is dissolving and letting go. Allow it to let go, knowing that you're creating new patterns within yourself, new ways of feeling and perceiving the world around you, the reality around you. As you can perceive yourself as feeling more safe, then your heart allows that safety to sink in. And then the perception will begin to shift in the reality around you. And you will begin to find that signature of the divine intelligence of the multiverse speaking to you and through you more and more. So this practice of tapping the thymus, which... I don't know if you can hear, but I'm tapping mine right now as I'm speaking to you. Oh, it's it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. And I also wish to offer you this poem by the beloved poet Mary Oliver. Her intelligence, I find, is striking for the times we live in. This is called Heavy. That time, I thought I could not go any closer to grief without dying. I went closer and I did not die. Surely God had his hand in this as well as friends. Still, I was bent and my laughter, as the poet said, was nowhere to be found. Then said my friend, Daniel, brave even among lions, it is not the weight you carry, but how you carry it. Books, bricks, grief. It's all in the way you embrace it, balance it, carry it. When you cannot and would not, put it down. So I went practicing. Have you noticed? Have you heard the laughter that comes now and again out of my startled mouth? How I linger to admire, 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 the things of this world that are kind and maybe also troubled. 
roses in the wind, the sea geese on the steep waves, a love to which there is no reply. It is true, grief, sorrow, loss, pain, this is a part of the plan that we are here to experience in this incarnation on planet Earth. We live in a polarity planet, a realm of duality, and simultaneously there is so much joy and beauty and promise and hope and pleasure. Can you hear the song of the bird as the sun is about to rise? They are so grateful and blessed for this new day and they're calling to you to extend your gratitude and your blessings for this day as well. So I encourage you to ride the waves and continue to trust, to trust that divine mother goddess, father God is holding you. Yes, there is a higher intelligence at play. The coding of each moment is completely sacred. The more you lean into that and give gratitude for what is working, and what you are overcoming, the more you pave your path with fertility and riches. Your ability to surrender and allow truly creates a magnetic field of prosperity. Prosperity is about the ability to sink into the present moment. And as you sink into that present moment, your senses literally begin to open. You are a sensory system. Yes, we have a beautiful thinking mind as human beings. And now artificial intelligence has shown us that it too can think intelligently. However, AI is not a sensory system like you are. You have the ability to feel, to touch, to taste, to smell, to drink in, to gaze into. And through the sensory activation, you have this ability to feel, to process to digest, to integrate, to clear, to make manifest. As this is episode number 90, I feel called to speak to the number nine. Nine is from the yogic technology viewpoint. It is a number that is all about the subtle body. And the subtle body is where you may attune to your sensory system, your sensitive awareness. This is where you may begin to open up into your psychic and intuitive energy with an ability to see more into that multi-dimensional realm. This is about mastery or mystery. Nine is the master of all systems and gives you the ability to do anything. So as you master this frequency of nine, you begin to master what I would consider these codes of the multiverse. That yes, we're spoken 
through the Torah, through all of the sacred texts, beyond religion. All cosmologies have these codes etched, whether they're in papyrus or stone or in the weavings of sacred ceremonies. Nine gives you the ability to effortlessly maneuver time and space with grace and ease and gentleness. Nine is about opening the consciousness to know more, to move beyond the unconscious reality and to remember, to transcend limitations. So here we gather on Venus Day, the 5th of May, and whenever you are tuning into this episode, it is perfectly aligned. On this day, we are welcoming the prenumbral lunar eclipse, the full flower we suck moon. The moon passes deep into the outer part of Earth's shadow, known as the penumbra. And this eclipse is aligned here in Eastern Daylight Time. The eclipse begins at 11.14 a.m. The maximum of the eclipse is at 1.23 p.m. And the eclipse ends at 3.31 p.m. This full moon is a powerful full moon at 14 degrees, 58 arc minutes, Scorpio. This is an eclipse that is bringing you into your pure primal instinct to bring you deep into your body awareness and to go beyond the power of the mind to really feel what is right and what is true. So this is a potent time to trust your instinctual self And all of us during an eclipse, we are going through profound shifts. And with this, it is like a wild card. We can't really predict how an eclipse will land for any human being. This eclipse is even more activated because as the moon opposes the sun at 14 degrees, 58 arc minutes Taurus, Uranus and Taurus is conjunct the sun at 18 degrees, 41 arc minutes, Taurus. I've been speaking to you all about Uranus and Taurus since 2018 when it made its debut. Uranus and Taurus is here to assist you in radically birthing the new earth to step into your full self and to truly activate your sensory system. I do invite you to step into the Ma Magic Inner Council if you want to go deeper with the astrology of this eclipse and all of the alignments that span around our new moons and our full moons because I record more in-depth transmissions there. However, I do want you to know that this moon is currently conjunct the fixed star Acrux 
in Alpha Crucis. This is the brightest star in the Southern Cross, a triple star. It is said to be the 13th brightest star in the sky with the nature of Jupiter giving great benefic- beneficiaries, <laughs> beneficiants, <laughs> helping one to deepen their ceremonial practice, to bring in justice, to work with the realms of magic and mystery. So I'm going to give you one visualization to work with today, and then we'll speak about a few more important astrological insights before we close out on this episode of number 90. I wish for you to imagine the crown chakra of Mother Earth, which sits at Mount Kailash in Tibet. It is said that it is important to give one's full attention to this yearly full moon, the Wisak moon, in particular as it is this time that is so connected to the Buddha receiving enlightenment. It is said that on the Scorpio full moon, an individual may find their own true will illuminated by the earth spirit. The design and details of one's own work becomes clarified through this activity. Scorpio, a sign that ultimately is about embodying self-mastery, the energy that takes you through the eye of the needle through great transformation. So you are going through a cauldron of transformation and as the sun and moon align, and Uranus is in Taurus, rounding up to 19 degrees, the Sabian symbol for this is a new continent rising majestically from the ocean, the surge of new potentiality after the crisis. I wish to urge you to lean into whatever is dissolving in front of your eyes, wherever the grief or the sorrow is, because eclipses, especially lunar eclipses, and then we double down with it being a Scorpio lunar eclipse. And then we double down again because Uranus and Taurus is opposing the moon. There can be a lot that can feel very chaotic for you right now, a lot that is turbulent, that is shifting, sudden surprises. What is most important is that you stay on course, you stay rooted, you stay grounded, tap your thymus. Breathe long, deep breaths. Visualize that new continent rising majestically from the ocean. Visualize that new earth consciousness being born from this perceived vantage point of utter chaos. And wherever the fear or the doubt is living within you, allow that and feel it and tap your thymus with it and breathe through it. And I guarantee you, if you sit with that and you really sit and you're present with it, the sensations will shift for you. One other key point about this full moon that I want to share with you is that Pluto went retrograde this past Monday at one degrees Aquarius. And because of that, we're really feeling 
a collective purge. So every human is feeling it on an individual level and collectively we're mirroring that. Ultimately, you may affirm, I am at home within my body. I am at home within this life. Allow yourself to commit to greater spiritual growth. Allow yourself to let go, to dissolve so that you may make space for new ways of living, being, breathing. Flow with the energy. If you feel ill or lethargic, create the space so that you may slow down and allow the old energies to move from your body. The shadow self is merely unconscious parts of self. There is nothing wrong with you. There is no thing wrong with you. Find the space to create more freedom so that you may be you. You came to this earth to be you, your own unique self. There is such a competition culture on this planet Earth in these times, especially in Western culture at large. And at the end of the day, none of us are competing against each other. We are all God, goddess, source consciousness having a conversation with itself. There's no arrival point. There is nowhere to go. We are meant to be here and to enjoy, to enjoy the journey during eclipse seasons, which we have been in this eclipse season now for over two weeks, we're ultimately learning and witnessing how we are not in charge. Evolution is. This is a time where the multiverse makes corrections, compressing time and space to realign your body and your soul so that you may stay on course at times it may feel really intense or like a roller coaster. However, the point of all of this is to help you meet the new iteration of who you are becoming. Allow yourself to live courageously through these moments and tap your thymus. On Sunday, the 7th of May, Venus will shift into the sign of Cancer. Venus has been traveling through the sign of Gemini. And Venus is goddess of love and beauty and art and culture. When she shifts into Cancer is really calling forth that divine ma, that divine mother frequency. It is a time to love being at home and being cozy and enjoying good food and being near the water, nourishing yourself, taking care of children or animals or your elders, really cultivating safe emotional spaces. And as the sun is continuing its journey through Taurus, I just continue to urge you to slow down, really enjoy this awakening, this festival of fertility we are experiencing here in the Northern Hemisphere. 
And in the southern hemisphere, you all are preparing to go into the darkness. And so find that magic as well, because they are merely mirrors. They are holding the same coin, the same coin of consciousness. We are in such an abundant, fruitful time here on earth. And yes, the overculture and the powers that be would love to terrify you because it paralyzes you. And when you are paralyzed, you are not in your prosperity consciousness. You are perhaps not even attuned to your sensory system. So again, tap your thymus and breathe and feel the beauty and the fertility of the earth. Feel the beauty and the fertility that is you. You are here, you are breathing this breath of life now. That is a miracle. You are here to architect this new earth, to be a part of witnessing the collapse and the simultaneous renewal, the cultural renaissance. So ask yourself, what do I want to create? What do I wish to experience in this one sacred life? I've been speaking about time bending and time folding since Stars, Stones, and Stories began back in May of 2020. And if you go through the catalog of previous episodes around each eclipse, we always circle back to this theme of time bending. I have really stepped into my own advice over the last couple of weeks with bending time by following the trail of energy, which means your mind might think you need to do things at certain times. However, you follow the trail of energy and you reroute your schedule as necessary. As I have been committing to this in this eclipse portal, which in the past I have wanted to, but it hasn't always aligned for me because of other obligations. But this eclipse portal, because I came back from that powerful dragon journey, I just could not, after that pilgrimage in Avalon and Wales, I could not go back to my life like it was before. Something really shifted. And I said, okay, I'm going to listen I'm going to take my own medicine and I'm going to follow the trail of energy. And it has opened up my sensory system in such a profound way. So I invite you to follow the trail of energy. Open your eyes to life as a treasure hunt. Allow the fairy frequency to open your heart and your innocence Make space for the liminal by celebrating the beauty of nature. Allow the dragon frequency as we go through the dragon's tail on this day to move through your physical body, to burn up the dross, to dissolve and let go and transform and transpire. Reflect upon the power and potency of this year of nature. Reflect upon all that has already transformed for you since the beginning of January 2023. Find the beauty in the unseen. 
celebrate and connect to your holy self by enjoying the sacred pleasures of life. We are here as an intergalactic family. We are representatives of a multitude of starseed nations. You are made of stardust. That is a fact. We are the Magdalens. We are the Holy Ones here to embody life in the flesh. Timelines and ancient beliefs are dissolving. Well, ancient practices are re-emerging and new beliefs are being birthed as we architect this new earth. You are invited to circle up today, the 5th of May, for this Beltana Scorpio Eclipse Council. You may gather online or in person for the duration of the full flower moon we sick eclipse with yogic technology, deep meditation, prayer circle, and sound healing. This will be from 11 a.m. till 3.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, and you may come in late or depart early if you're not able to be present for the entire duration. On Thursday, the 18th of May, I'm offering a Taurus Dark Moon Women's Wisdom Council here in Asheville. This is a women's sacred space to drop in deep, to give offerings and prayers, to imbibe upon a stone medicine tonic in a circle of women. You will receive astrological insights, meditation, and sound healing. And I'm also offering a Discover Your Soul Purpose Astrology Masterclass, which is a live and recorded virtual transmission that is available to all levels and abilities. So anyone who is interested in learning some simple ways to look at their birth chart, also known as your cosmic blueprint, I invite you to circle up on Monday, the 22nd of May from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. You may learn more about all of these events and sign up for them at earthseedtemplearts.com or go to the show notes and click there. There is a link that will take you straight to claim your space. Finally, our journey to Egypt, the summer solstice, dream seed incubation with the blue lotus is rapidly approaching. And wow, the container is really forming now, like so, so much magic is happening. And I feel like there is, there's space for two more, but I feel like we're going to cap it pretty soon. So I'm, I'm really leaning into who has come to circle up and it's feeling like a, a beautiful container. And these pilgrimages are very deep. They're very ceremonial. They're very life transforming. So if you have been on the sidelines and really feeling a call to journey with us, I encourage you to reach out within the next week. Otherwise, stay tuned for our future pilgrimage offerings in 2024, as well as this July, I will be offering a local Asheville Appalachian We Are the Magdalene's pilgrimage. So save the date for 
the weekend of July 22nd, and I'll be delivering those details within the next couple of weeks to you. Venus Day blessings to each one of you, eclipse blessings to each one of you. May you move through this portal with ease and grace. May your lineage be blessed and protected in these times. May all of humanity be blessed and protected in these times. May we continue to celebrate the fertility of the earth in these times. May each one of us have access to vital, rich, abundant food that is grown with love and respect for the earth. May we all have access to clean, healthy, pranic, life-giving water. May we all have access to cozy, warm homes and the resources that we need to thrive here on this planet, for we are meant to be here to thrive. And may there be peace to the east. May there be peace to the south. May there be peace to the west. May there be peace to the north. May that peace anchor deep into the heart of Mother Earth and spread throughout all of Terra Gaia, spiraling out into the cosmos, out into the far reaches, the four corners of the multiverse, to the four winds, and coming back again. And may that peace come and land right at the center of your heart, And as you tap your thymus, may you feel that peace radiating within all cells of your being. And so it is, and so it is, and so it is. Ashe, blessed be. Thank you so much for sharing sacred space. I invite you to dive into my offerings of alchemical astrology, mystery school teachings, and global pilgrimages at earthseedtemplearts.com. Ensure you are receiving my weekly Venetian love notes delivered each Friday to your inbox, and you can sign up for those at Earthseed Temple Arts. You may follow me on YouTube at Earthseed Temple Arts. Instagram at Earthseed Temple Arts, and also at Stars, Stones, and Stories on Instagram, where you will receive regular insights and updates about our current cosmic weather. My prayer is that you fully awaken to the reality that you are a hologram for the collective. By being fierce in your authentic truth, you have the opportunity to elevate life on this exquisite planet Earth. Crystallize your medicine.